This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another post from r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people post stories on how they get expert revenge on those who wronged them. Today's post, he ruined my sister's only birth experience, so I made sure he'd never forget her. This is kind of my revenge, kind of my sister's. Both of us are really proud. When I was 14 and my oldest sister, Sarah, was 22, we found out that she was pregnant with her boyfriend's baby, Paul, of four years. They immediately got engaged and they were really happy for a time. Sarah had a horrible pregnancy. About 16 to 18 weeks in, the wonder of creating a human life evaporated within her. She developed hyperemesis, which if you don't know, is really bad morning sickness. She was constantly in pain. She developed gestational diabetes and just all around hated the experience. Around this time, Paul, her then fiance, started getting sick of the complaining. I believe the argument was, your body is built to do this. It can't be that bad. Sarah was due around Valentine's Day and Paul's parents, Mr. and Mrs. Doe, were very excited, both about the grandkid and the fact that he could be born on a holiday. Sarah was very against that and really, really hoped that her son wouldn't be born on a holiday, even one as small as Valentine's Day. Her birthday sometimes falls on Easter and she hates it because it might make him feel that his day isn't very much about him. Well, Mrs. Doe says something like, well, if you name him Valentine or Valentino, then that'll make the day even more special to him. Again, my sister hated that idea. She thought it was tacky. He'd be bullied for it and just really didn't like the name Valentino. Paul loved it, but agreed to go with a more average name like Daniel or Jared. Fast forward to February and she was ready to get this over with. Sarah had officially been put on bed rest because while standing or walking, her blood pressure took unexpected spikes and dips. I look back now and goodness, do I feel bad for her. She was doing her best to avoid giving birth on Valentine's Day because again, she didn't want him to be born on a holiday. Unfortunately, births happen when they happen and that baby was going to come on Valentine's Day whether she wanted him to or not. I remember waiting out in the waiting room with my dad, my brothers, and Paul, who couldn't stand to be in the delivery room because it was gross. I was so mad that he could have gone in but wouldn't because he thought my sister was gross while giving birth, whereas I had to stay outside because I was too young to go in with my mom and other sister. My dad went home with the youngest two brothers while my older brother, Zeke, stayed to watch me because I refused to leave. 16 hours after Sarah went into labor, my little nephew was officially part of the family on the evening of Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, Sarah was not okay. She had to have an emergency C-section, and while doing the operation, 
they discovered that the back of her uterus facing her spinal cord had a very large and very severe, but thankfully non-cancerous tumor. When I say large, I mean it was twice the size of a standard uterus. The doctors were shocked and didn't understand why nobody had noticed it on an ultrasound. It accounted for her severe back pain and blood pressure issues. The doctors immediately went in for more surgery to remove the tumor, but sadly ended up having to perform a full hysterectomy. This meant that my nephew would be Sarah's only child. Now, while Sarah was in for surgery, Paul was taking care of everything baby-related to make sure his son was okay. In my 14-year-old self's memory, I remember him being suitably distraught, but I didn't really pay him much mind and spent my time in the waiting room with my mother and other sister. Zeke, however, wanted to be a good future brother-in-law and make sure that Paul was okay. He found Paul filling out the baby paperwork on his own, looking, in my brother's words, like he had not a single worry in his mind. Zeke asked why Paul didn't wait for Sarah to fill out the paperwork, as she should have been out of surgery within the hour, and Paul said that he just wanted her to get her rest and heal. That checked out with Zeke, as he was 16, and didn't know any better at the time. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. No, he wouldn't. He knows how much she hates that name. And still, she need to sign the paperwork too. My fellow peoples of Reddit, I regret to inform you that Paul forged Sarah's signature on the paperwork and waited until she was out of surgery to hand said paperwork over. My sweet nephew that was born on Valentine's Day was named Valentino on his first official birth certificate. I still, to this day, don't know why Paul and his family were so insistent about the name. He had even picked out a different one with my sister. And before you ask, no, he was never brought up on forgery charges because his parents were witnesses to her signing the papers, even though they only got there at the last minute. So Sarah dumped him and got her son's name changed a month later. She was willing to do split custody with him because that's her son's father, and she wants the kid to know him. But Paul vanished, and she never heard anything back, which seemed weirdly out of character to us. Until a mutual friend on Facebook was tagged in his wedding pictures six months later. Paul had apparently started cheating on her not long after she got pregnant. Sarah was livid, but... There wasn't much she could do, so she filed for child support and continued to live her best life. Until six years later. This is where the revenge starts, my friends. So Sarah had been a single mother for the past six years and has been amazing at it. At this point in my career, I've been a hairdresser for about eight months at our local Great Clips. I'm working one day and who is seated before me but Jane? Paul's wife herself. I take her back for a trim, and she clearly has no idea who I am. That adds up because a mutual friend that still keeps in contact with Paul said that Jane doesn't know a thing. She has no idea about Sarah, that she was the other woman, or that Paul actually has a kid that's been infrequently paying child support for. She's in the dark on it all. I told myself not to be a jerk and treat her like a normal customer, which I did. 
Now at this point, Jane was heavily pregnant, so a lot of our conversation was about that. She loved being pregnant, but it was hard. Her husband was unsympathetic, big shucker, and she was due in 10 weeks, and they still hadn't picked out a name for their baby girl. Ladies and gentle peoples, this was my chance. I asked what kind of name she was looking for, and she said, I want something unique and unusual, but not ridiculous. And Paul had suggested so many already, and she didn't like any of them. So I, the conniving little weasel I am, said, what about Sarah? My sister's name isn't actually Sarah. She was named after an older family member that passed not long after she was born. But there was no female equivalent for his name, so our parents created one. It's a beautiful name, and just what Jane was looking for. She loved it. She stuck by it, and I found out by stalking her Facebook months later that she had put her foot down about it, and that was their daughter's name. Now Paul has a daughter with his ex's name to remind him every day about her, and to also remind him to pay his effing child support. My little nephew is 10 years old now, with a new name and no contact with his biological father, though we do still sometimes call him Val as a family nickname. He likes it, but doesn't want it to bring it to school, so it's staying a family nickname. Sarah pretends to hate it when we call him that in a joking way as long as he likes it and she doesn't have a problem with it. And she's seeing a new guy who's really great and like a father to Val. And that's going to wrap up today's post. I really enjoyed reading this one. I hope you guys did too. Let us know if you have any thoughts or any other related stories. We would love to hear them in the comments below. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.